The Awareness Revolution Podcast, where we bring you alternative views on big topics that affect just about everyone. If you want to improve your life and change the world, then stay tuned. You'll hear cutting-edge health, financial, and personal development strategies from a revolutionary perspective. Warning. Listening may take you outside your comfort zone, separate you from the pack, and change the way you see the world. Here's your host. Jeremy Kinney. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Awareness Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Kinney, and I'm so excited that you're listening today because I'm going to cover a lot of great information that will help you, help your family, help your friends, and this is just something that just about anyone can apply to their lives and make a big difference in their health, their well-being, and the future of your family bloodlines. So this, uh, you know, the importance of this can't be overstated. It is of the utmost importance. You know, there's no sense of being the richest man in the hospital. And health is wealth. And today I'm going to show you some of the top that you can take to improve your health in many many different ways. But before I get into the content, I want to just remind you that this is the sixth episode. So if you haven't listened to the other five episodes, I strongly encourage you to check them out, especially if you like this one, then you should like at least the first four, which are based on my ebook Gifts from Nature, which is available on Amazon, but if you buy it through my website, theawarenessrevolution.com, then you get two versions. Instead of just getting a Kindle version, you also get a PDF version that is colorful and it's got more links. The first four podcasts are uh, each on a different element of natural health, such as soil, water, air and the sun and the great thing is is you can access those all for free so you definitely want to check those out it's the best thing that you can do for your health and a lot of people don't get into health because they say they can't afford to eat healthy and have these other things maybe they don't want to um they don't want to change their diet so those podcasts in that ebook gives you a lot of uh ways to improve your health without spending much money if any money at all and without even changing your diet so if that sounds good to you check the ebook out check those podcasts out and one more uh thing i want to remind you of before i jump into the content um telling you about all the superfoods is i want to invite you to sign up for my newsletter and in return, you'll get a free mini ebook called the Awareness Revolution Primer. What that is is a primer to get you familiar with the concepts that I'll be covering in this podcast and on my blog on the website. And actually, my upcoming print book, which will be um, released in the future, called The Awareness Revolution. So you'll get that ebook for free just for signing up. But not only that, you're going to get updates with uh, all the content that comes out. You'll be the first to know. You know, um, I'll, I'll include other perks and stuff like that to 
um, help you out and to reward you for being on my email list. And it's just the best way to stay updated with the progress as we move forward in this revolution. Upgrading people's consciousness, spreading awareness on important subjects to make the world a better place. Alright, so superfoods are the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. Why is that important? Well, of course, you want to be eating nutrient-dense food. We all know that. But... Um, the problem we have in our culture is the opposite in our food. See, we have a large quantity of food. You know, you go out and you order a meal at the restaurant. I mean, you know, unless you pick out regularly, you probably can't even eat the whole meal, especially if you're getting, um, if you're drinking with it, you know, whether it's alcohol or, or, or soda, um, if you have an appetizer, you know, it's the meal, the portion sizes are just so big, but they're still low in nutrition. So we're eating a lot of food and getting little nutrition in the process. So we're overfed and undernourished, basically. Superfoods reverse that. Instead of a lot of food with a little bit of nutrition, it's a little bit of food with a lot of nutrition. So why is that important? Well, your body has to digest all the food that you eat to be able to use the nutrients that's in the food. So the, the body spends a lot of energy breaking the food down. How can you tell that? Well, you know, you watch people after a marathon. People can run miles and miles and miles. And when they get done, they're still talking, you know, giving interviews and stuff like that. You know, after you exercise, you know, you're usually pretty, pretty um, pumped up and feeling good about things. But what happens after Thanksgiving dinner? You know, people are sluggish. They're tired. They're taking naps on the couch. And all they've done is digest food. So digestion takes a lot of energy. And what you get out of spending that energy is the nutrients that was in the food. Assuming that there's actually nutrients in the food. Because a lot of the food that we're eating today isn't actually food. So just simply eating food, like lettuce, tomatoes, celery, carrots, would actually be a huge upgrade from eating non-food. People are eating food-like substances. So eating real food is a huge upgrade from that. But to take it one step further, you get into the superfoods. And since we, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I was raised on bologna and cheese sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, hot dogs, ramen noodles, that was about it, you know, the same old, you know, crappy things every day, and there's not much nutrition in there, and there's a lot of toxins, that's the other thing to keep in mind, is that, you know, the food that you eat also has toxins to some extent, so you want the smallest amount of food with the most nutrition and the least amount of toxins. And that's pretty much what you get with superfoods. And with foods that are popular and the standard American diet, you typically get typically get the opposite. 
you get food that is toxic with no nutrition and you know but you there it's tasty a lot of times you know you eat a big bag of doritos or whatever and it's your your the chemicals in your brain are just exploding from the msg you know it's like fireworks going off in your head you know it it's it's like doing drugs it's more like doing drugs than it is like eating i'm just gonna let you think about that for a second eating these drugs eating these foods are like drugs they have opiates in them that that basically are like um it, it's it's very similar to eating drugs and it's common in milk milk products cheeses because the mother wants the you know the mother nature wants the baby calf to want to keep on eating or drinking the milk so they get addicted to the milk and so we get addicted to milk and cheese and stuff like that too. So, you know, the superfoods really solve this and it helps make up for deficiencies through a lifetime of eating junk food that was void of nutrition. So the superfoods pack a lot of punch and with a wide range of um, nutrients, minerals, and actually um, phytochemicals and just in general... A lot of times they have stuff in them that you can't get from other foods or it's really high in something that's rare in other foods. And some of them just have their own interesting um, nutritional makeup that um, set it apart, you know, with, with uh, interesting vitamins and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll get into a little bit of that. Before I get into the specific superfoods, I just want to lay down a little bit more of a foundation so that way you understand why this is so important, why this is so powerful, and how it can have such a huge transformation in your own life. So we have to start off with just thinking about what is a healthy diet. Well, a healthy diet is a lot like a natural diet, you know, what nature provides that makes sense. You know, we've been eating food that comes from the earth for thousands of years and our bodies have over time become adapted to eating those foods. But a lot has changed in our food supply in the past hundred years. So, and in fact, more has changed in the past hundred years than it has in the past couple thousand years. So, Things are changing faster than our body is adapting to these changes. So all this new, modern, um, industrialized food system with processed foods being made, shipped in pretty boxes, terrible quality but awesome marketing, you know, million dollar commercials, uh, colorful boxes with telling you there's nutrition on the breakfast cereals, you know, all these things, this, these marketing gimmicks. And, um, the, of course, the nutrition that they put in the food is fortified, so it's synthetic. It's not even naturally present in the food. They're feeding you food-like substances that look good, have long shelf life, and actually taste good because it's artificial sweeteners and flavors. And even the nutrition in it is artificial. So it's not even real food. So real food is what we want to eat, and that's food that's grown naturally on this planet so 
really wild food is the best. Now, we're going to stick to plant-based nutrition, um, basically non-animal-based foods on this whole podcast episode. In later episodes, we'll get more into animal products and stuff like that. But right now, this is all going to be completely vegan. And um, if you were going to eat animal foods, then the healthiest animal foods would be wild animals. Not domesticated animals, and definitely not the farm-raised, factory-farmed animals that are crammed in the cages and treated humanely and everything else. That's a nightmare. But just like you want to eat wild animals, you would want to eat wild plants. Wild plants are superfoods, and they're free. And I go into that more in my Gifts from Nature ebook. So I won't get into it much here, but I just have to point that out because I can't talk about that without mentioning these. Um, I can't talk about superfoods without mentioning wild plants. So because it's not really practical in our modern lives to go out and just start picking up, you know, plants at the park and chewing on it, the best thing for us is superfoods. And these are superfoods from all over the world that are really, really nutrient-dense, and a lot of them taste really good, too, which is great, you know, because that's what's important. If it doesn't taste good, you won't eat it. And the stuff that doesn't taste good, what you do is you mix it in in a creative way with other stuff that makes it taste good. Now, you could buy organic food at the grocery store, but organic food just isn't enough. And I've got a post explaining why, and I'll link to that in the show notes at theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash six. So I won't get into it here, but I do encourage you to check out that post, and it will explain to you why just simply buying organic food, whether it's processed organic food from Whole Foods or whatever, or it's organic produce, it's not enough in this um, environment that we're in. When everyone's getting sick, We do not want to get sick. We want to load ourselves up with the healthiest food possible. And so, you know, you could garden and grow your own nutrient-dense food that way, which is a great idea. But, you know, what about when you're traveling um, and stuff like that, you know? That's why the superfoods really solve this problem because you can travel with these superfoods. You can um, mix them with the food from your garden. You can sprinkle it in a salad or whatever, you know, and just take your um, mineral-rich, fresh food from the garden to the next level with superfoods. Now, when you're eating food, you're getting vitamins from the food. But, as I was mentioning about the fortified vitamins and cereals and stuff like that, those are synthetic vitamins. They don't come with all the cofactors. The body doesn't recognize them as, um, as it normally would in food. You know, it's, they, it, they're, they're usually not digested as well because they're lacking the cofactors, which are other um, nutrients that are normally there present when that nutrient is found in nature. That, and, and together, other... Um, other nutrients will there will be there to assist the main nutrient that you're su- supplementing with, and they make it work better. So there's a synergistic a synergistic effect and stuff. So 
you ideally want to get your vitamins from food. Now, if you can get it from your regular food, that's great, but it's still probably not enough unless you're full on with your gardening and living off of your garden. You have complete control over all your food. That's not the case for most of us. If it is and you don't want to do any of these superfoods and that's the case for you, then maybe you don't need any of this, but that's rare. You know, for everyone else, the way to offset the lack of food in your diet, even in the organic produce in the stores, is by taking superfoods. And that by doing that, you're going to get vitamins that come from food. And they may come from a dried berry because they come from a thousand miles away or on the other side of the world. Or it may come in the form of a powder. But either way, look at the powders like when you look at, I don't know, a, a, a vitamin, a multivitamin, Flintstones vitamin, whatever you think of. You know, in this little bitty pill, you've got, uh, it's loaded with vitamins. Well, that's what powder is. It's just instead of a pill form, it's maybe a pound of powder that comes from food. So I look at it as powdered multivitamins. But not every food has every mineral or every vitamin. So you mix a, a variety of different superfoods together, maybe in a milkshake, and blend it all together, and then you're going to have a full array of nutrients. So ideally you want to get them from food, but it's hard to get all your vitamins from food. So superfoods are like supplements, but they're whole food sources. They're from actual foods. So that's the way that you want to get them. So that's why the superfood is creating a revolution. In our modern times, we need superfoods to get the nutrition that we need. And uh, my favorite raw food expert and author is David Wolf. He wrote a book called Superfoods, where he lists his top 15 superfoods from around the world. And most of them you've never heard of, but some of them you have. Some of them, you know, you'll be able to recognize a few of these and it's really interesting because you know if you're going to eat something it takes just as much energy you know I mean you know like effort on your part to put one food in your mouth or to put a different food in your mouth so you could be feeding your food your body the worst food that has ever been created in the history of man or you could be feeding your body the best food and we live during a time when it's this is unprecedented it's absolutely amazing that we can go online hit a few buttons on a keyboard and in a few days we'll have a high quality superfood from another country shipped right to our doorstep like that it's amazing this is unprecedented just even within my lifetime when I was born we didn't have this capability we didn't have access to all these superfoods so it's coming to us at the perfect time right at the time when it seems like everyone's getting sick everyone is just eating all this junk food living off of fast food and stuff like that at the same time to come and save us we have the technology which is bringing in the superfoods but only if you take advantage of it so first you have to be aware of them so that way you can take advantage of it and that's the purpose of this podcast to make you aware of these awesome foods that you probably didn't even know exist until now so let's get started naming them I'm going to start down a list and go through the superfoods listed in, listed in David Wolf's book, which, by the way, I did a uh, video post showing you my book collection. I'll link to that in the show notes. 
because Superfoods was one of the books that I um, that I mentioned, and Superfoods is the book that I refer to most of David Wolf's books. It's not my favorite, but I just go back to it more often because I, you know, you can't remember everything, so I'll be eating a certain superfood and I'll just go back and I'll read about it while I'm eating it or something like that, and I just like that, and uh, and I learn more and more over time. So I I know this stuff pretty well actually because I've been referring to the book for years now and eating these superfoods on practically a daily basis. So the first superfood I want to mention is goji berries. These berries are absolutely delicious. The, they are very popular in China and have been for thousands of years. I've never had a fresh goji berry, though they do grow here. They'll grow in the desert. They'll grow in most places. But unfortunately, I haven't had any success growing them. I've tried to grow them, and I, and several times, every time I try to grow goji berries, something happens. The first time, I don't know, I, I thought that they were dead, but I didn't know that they come back, like, next season. And so I just mowed over them, pulled them up. I think one time my daughter cut, cut them. I mean, I've just had no luck. But I want to try um, them fresh. They're supposed to be a lot more um, potent nutritionally, but... You can order them dried, but you don't want to just go with the cheapest goji berries on the market because there are a lot of cheap versions, and you'll get them really dried. They won't even taste that good. Um, they'll also, like some people will, like I, I guess just big uh, dealers in China will, will mass market these and even color them with red, a red coloring dye or something. So you don't want to just buy the cheapest goji berries you can find. Um, you can get them at Whole Foods. I think they're like $18 a pound, which isn't bad. You know, I mean, you it's, it's an investment in your body. But um, if you go to the link in my um, on my website, you'll be able to get a link to where you can find goji berries and other ones too. The next superfood is called cacao. That's C-A-C-A-O. And it's basically the word where the cocoa word comes from so cocoa butter is really cacao it's just a different pronunciation they kind of messed up and changed the word over time but cacao is the original word so of course we know cocoa butter is good you know for stretch marks for lips and stuff like that um, so that is one of the great benefits of cacao is the fat cocoa butter is the the fat from cacao. Cacao is a nut. We call it cacao beans, but it's actually a nut, like an almond. And I mean, how weird is it that we, so we all eat chocolate? Not all of us, but you know, I mean, and and the the people that do, we love chocolate. I, I've always liked chocolate. Probably always loved chocolate. But very few people know where chocolate comes from. And I don't think that's any mistake. I don't think it's an accident. Why were we never taught this in school? But perhaps that cacao is the highest food source of um, antioxidants and minerals. It's one of the healthiest foods, hands down. And that's why when you look at chocolate bars now, a lot of them are giving the cacao content on it. It'll say like 71% cacao, which is going to be more of a dark chocolate. And we know that 
dark chocolate is better for you than milk chocolate. It's not just because, you know, the milk chocolate has milk in it, but because dark chocolate has more cacao. And even though that chocolate may be processed, which involves heating, and heating destroys um, some nutrients more than others, uh, vitamin C is really susceptible to heat, so processed chocolate won't have vitamin C in it, but if you get raw cacao, it may still have vitamin C in it. But the minerals are still left in there. So just regular chocolate bars are pretty mineral rich, and the more cacao is in them, the more minerals is going to be in them. So that's something cool. If you like chocolate, hey, you know, if you look at some of the longest live, live um, people, you'll see that a lot of these people like to eat chocolate. Uh, there's a few on my mind, but I, I can't remember their names. But, you know, when, you, when these people were interviewed, when, when they reached over 100, they listed off some of their main foods, and chocolate is one. And, in fact, research has shown that people that eat chocolate are less likely to die of anything. Like, you know, cancer, heart disease, these things are really good. You know, and it's funny because on Valentine's Day, we give people a heart. What's inside the heart? Chocolate. Chocolate is good for your heart. It's really high in magnesium. Magnesium is good for your heart. So this is all connected. And somehow we've known this. We just didn't know the details. And, you know, women, especially around um, their menstrual cycle, they'll, they'll crave chocolate. And it helps them. It's good for them. So chocolate is amazing. It's, it's associated, associated with love. But in the processing, most of the love chemicals are destroyed. In raw chocolate, seven chemicals that induce love feelings are present. Whereas in processed chocolate, only one makes it through the processing. So that one is enough to make chocolate as popular as it is. So imagine if everyone were to start eating raw chocolate. It's amazing. And, you know, that's just a quick little overview of cacao. But if you can find lectures, I don't know if they still have any on YouTube. I know David Wolf has some on his um, premium membership site. It costs a little bit. But you, in one month, you could go through everything. I mean, it's got if, that's if you didn't have a job and you went through it eight hours a day like I did. But you can find lectures from years ago that he did just on cacao and they're amazing to hear his charisma and passion on this one subject. Um, you know, he even wrote a book called Naked Chocolate talking about it and it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's an awesome superfood and if you like chocolate, this is great news for you because a lot of times when people think they, they're going to have to eat healthy, they think they're going to have to give up chocolate. They think they're going to have to uh, never eat chocolate again, but in fact, you can eat more chocolate to get more healthy. Interesting. The next superfood is maca. Maca's very adaptogenic. It's great for building hormones. It's grown in very high altitudes, like in Peru. And it's um, a good protein source. Um, it doesn't taste that great. You only get it in powder, but you mix it into a smoothie just a little bit, and you're good. The next category of superfoods is bee products. And I'll go ahead and name four of them. Honey, bee pollen, propolis, and royal jelly. 
Honey is the most enzymatic food. It's delicious. It's probably the most delicious of all the superfoods because it's so sweet and we all love sugar. If you're going to eat something with sugar, it should be honey. Honey is the best source of sugar. But honey isn't the only bee product that's beneficial, which is interesting enough that something so sweet and tasty can be beneficial, which is why it's also so useful. You know, if this stuff is so terrible, you'll never eat it. It doesn't do you any good. Honey is good. And the trick is, is to use honey along with your other superfoods to make them taste better. And that's basically a secret of herbalism for uh, for thousands of years. They've known that. Mix these bitter herbs with honey and boom. That's how you got to sneak the medicine in. The honey is like a vehicle to get the food into your body. So then we have bee pollen. And um, honey and bee pollen are, are known to be good for people suffering from allergies. You want to get it locally, though, so that the, flower, or the, the flowers and the bees are in your area. And then that will help you adapt to the pollen in that area. So, um, yeah, you definitely want to get raw honey. You want to get unfiltered. You don't want to go and buy um, just some cheap honey from Walmart. There is a quality difference. Propolis is another bee product. It's really cool. We have propolis spray. They actually have stuff that you can um, put in your eye. I think propolis eye drops that's supposed to be really good. I haven't tried that, but the spray that we have works really good. We got it at the, uh, the bee store in Savannah. And um, we got the strong kind. We didn't realize how strong it actually was, but we know it worked because on the same trip, our daughter was like, Daddy, I, my, my throat is starting to hurt. And so he's like, okay, let's try out the spray. I sprayed it. Her face went all crazy because it's really strong. But a few minutes later, she's like, wow, that stuff works. My throat is better. And we've done that several times. Whenever we feel something going on in our throat, spray it. It works. That propolis spray is amazing. I should have got this, the less strong stuff for more of daily use. So if you can get some propolis spray, it's just something good for oral hygiene. Royal Jelly is a fascinating um, bee product. There's a big chunk of it that we don't even know what it is. You know, there's nutrition in there that really hasn't been discovered and been named. Um, there is some in bee pollen too, but not as much as there is in Royal Jelly. Royal Jelly is the exclusive food of the, the queen bee. So they save the Royal Jelly for the queen, and the queen... I forget all the, the details, but the queen basically lives a lot longer, lays a ridiculous amount of eggs. It's just basically like a super bee, you know. And so just like the, um, um, some of like the um, kings and pharaohs and emperors and stuff like that, throughout history, uh, like, like in, I know it, it, in China, they would outlaw common people eating certain of these super herbs that I'll be getting to later and they were only deemed um, um, suitable for the king only the king or emperor or whatever was allowed to eat these substances so that, that his people would would gather them 
and bring them to the king and they would keep these substances to the royal family. So I think you should think like that. Now we all can live like this. Now we can all eat like kings and queens from thousands of years ago. We have access to it. So, you know, you should care about your family, your health, and your bloodline like those kings did theirs. The bee products are associated with living a long life. Um, some research has shown that the, uh, some of the longest lived people are beekeepers and bee product consumers. Alright, our next superfood is spirulina. Spirulina is a blue-green algae. It is the highest source of protein, even higher than meat, but also the protein is much more digestible. And if you were to mix it in a salad dress and it tastes really good, or whatever, a smoothie or drink, and it's much less stress on your system to digest. So your body doesn't have to spend a whole lot of energy getting the protein and other nutrients out of the spirulina. Spirulina is the best source of GLA, which is a, a healthy fat. And it's also very high in chlorophyll. And it also has a blue colored pigment called phycocyanin. And it's one of the only things with this phycocyanin. And David Wolf's newest research has been into the colors of food and what the colors mean. He says it's the most fascinating thing that he's discovered in all of his years of studying nutrition. And what he's concluded is that that blue pigment is the hardest pigment for nature to make. And the, the substances um, with blue, the, the foods with blue in them are among the healthiest foods. And a lot of it's so hard to make that a lot of foods actually fake the blue. So a lot of the blues aren't actually blue. They're more like purple. And they look blue to us. But this is actually a blue pigment. And it's really, really healing. Now our next superfood is AFA blue-green algae. It's very similar to spirulina. But it prefers fresh water. Now, the... Blue pigment and blue-green algae is twice as, um, there's twice as much of it. So that's a significant amount. So even though spirulina has some, hey, that's great. The blue-green algae has twice as much of this blue pigment, which is really special, really hard to get. They're both really high in protein, both high in chlorophyll. So, um, you know... The blue-green algae is probably a little bit uh, more loaded with uh, nutrition, but it doesn't agree with everyone. It may not agree with as many people. And one of the other downsides to it is it costs a lot more than spirulina. Spirulina is a big, big um, bang for a buck. If, if you only have a little bit of money, and you might want to just go with spirulina. But my favorite superfood... Maybe. It's kind of hard to pick a favorite because chocolate's great. But um, my definitely my favorite blue-green algae and one of my favorite superfoods is a particular product called E3 Live.
E3 Live is a, ter is a particular brand of blue-green algae, and they have dried powder, but what I really like is the fresh E3 Live that they sell, and it's liquid. They send it to you um, frozen, and it's expensive to ship because they only two-day ship it, so they'll only ship it out on Mondays and Tuesdays. So it's the freshest blue-green algae available, and they even have an upgraded version called Brain On. And Brain On has four times the PEA in it than the regular blue-green algae. And PEA is an acronym for an interesting chemical that's rarely found in food, and interestingly, one of the only foods um, that we know of besides blue-green algae um, that has PEA is chocolate. And this is associated with um, just a good mood, overall sense of well-being, um, joy, pleasure, happiness, focus. So PEA is great. So I prefer the Brain On version, and also one more tip with E3 Live is I like the flavored version. They have non-flavored and flavored, and the flavored one's just sweetened a little bit with a little bit of fruit juice. So I like the E3 Live that's fresh and frozen, flavored with Brain On, which gives you four times the PEA. And I made an entire post about E3 Live that I'll link to in the show notes because it's really my favorite thing they offer you a guarantee if you don't feel the difference they'll refund your money so you can't go wrong um you do feel the difference your body craves it after you start taking it you look forward to taking it in the morning or whenever you take it i take mine in the morning um it's also uh really high in dha which is normally mostly present in animal foods and DHA is the long-chain omega-3 fatty acid that's really good for your brain and brain development. Um, it's also good for your eyes. It's a really, really good thing for health. And it's something that we could all benefit from more of. And especially if you are vegan or even vegetarian, then you really want to get into the um, E3 Live, in my opinion. In fact... If you are a vegetarian or vegan mother who is either pregnant or breastfeeding, I would say this is the number one superfood for you. It's not cheap, but it's well worth it in my opinion because you're getting the chlorophyll, you're getting protein, all kinds of minerals. But what I really like about it is the DHA and the blue pigment. So I'll link to that 
uh, post about E3 Live and the show notes so where I can show you where to find it. But before I get into the next superfood, I just want to point out one more thing, one more note on the vegan DHA thing. A lot of the vegans believe that you can get all of the omega-3s that you need through typical plant foods because they get the short-chain omega-3s. And that is found in seeds a lot, like chia seeds flax seeds, hemp seeds, and they're all great foods and they do provide omega-3s, but they're short chain. So the body has to convert those into long chain. And some people do a better job at converting the short chain foods into long chain omega-3s, but some people don't do a good job. You know, so why take that risk with something that's so important, especially if um, if you're pregnant? Then you don't want to risk your baby's mind, your baby's cognitive function on some sort of um, belief that you're going to convert enough. So you need to be getting tested and stuff like that to be sure. But, you know, instead of spending your money on expensive tests, you could just buy the E3 Live instead. And, and get health assurance. Instead of health insurance, you'll be getting health assurance to assure that you're getting the long chain omega-3 that you need. And even the meat eaters could use a lot of this because, you know, let's face it, a lot of the meat eaters, they're eating um, factory farmed meat, maybe from fast food or whatever. And even if it says, you know, USD certified or, or top quality Angus and all, all these marketing phrases... You know, unless it's grass-fed and grass-finished beef, then it's not going to be very high in omega-3. So that's why it's important to have quality animal products because if they're eating the grass, the animals will have a higher long-chain omega-3 DHA in them, and you'll get it when you eat it. So that's why you want the best quality eggs you can get, the best quality beef you can get. And there are um, fish that have it. But, you know, and then you've got to worry about the contamination with the mercury and the oceans and stuff like that. So this is a clean source of the DHA. Moving on. Marine phytoplankton is our next superfood. This is also a little bit similar to the last two um, because it's from the water. Um, tastes like the ocean. Um... Marine phytoplankton is the basis of food for life, for all life. You know, at the bottom of the ocean, the whales eat it. You know, just little tiny plankton, but they're the best plant source of both DHA and EPA. And that's just because you, you want both. Those are two very important long-chain omega-3s, and you want both. So what makes marine phytoplankton so great is that 
it has both DHA and EPA. It's 100% bioavailable, and it's interesting because the body is able to convert it into energy without spending any energy, converting it into energy. So it's great for you. It's got a very wide spectrum of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. So, yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. This is another great superfood for vegans and for children who don't eat animal products. Our next superfood is aloe vera. Aloe vera is probably the most common one, so especially so far since um, we're on this list. But most people just think of it as something that you put on your skin when you get a sunburn. And, you know, it shocked me and it shocks a lot of people to find out that you can actually take um, aloe internally. And it's good for you inside and out. It's a beauty food, great for the skin, nails, joints, immune system. It's cooling and healing for the digestive system by reducing inflammation. So the same way it cools your sunburn, it cools the inflammation in your stomach. You know, a lot of people, they have inflamed stomachs um, that just disturbed uh, GI tracts. And this can help go in there and, and be soothing to your GI tract. It's also antifungal and antiviral. Aloe has an incredible capacity to concentrate ormus minerals, especially from dead sea salts. Ormus minerals are really interesting. I can't get into it here. It would take me a long time to get anywhere significant as far as explaining it. But I, it's an acronym. And if you're interested in learning about this amazing discovery, I suggest you look it up. I will do post and hopefully a podcast on it um, in the future. But it's spelled O-R-M-U-S. Some, of them, um, some people spell it. O-R-M-E-S or O-R-M-E. But they're basically living minerals and they're probably where we get the healing benefits from minerals to begin with. So we know minerals are good for your health, but in particular, the Ormus minerals are what's likely behind the great health benefits. And dead sea salts are the highest substance with ormus minerals in it and aloe vera has an affinity for the ormus from dead sea salts for some reason so you can buy aloe products in the stores but that's not really going to get you what you want the real healing effects is from fresh aloe and you can buy it for five dollars a leaf sometimes or four bucks in the stores but why would you do that it's best to grow it yourself with dead sea salts and eat the inner gel or you could put it on topically but the tip for putting it on topically on a burn or a scar or something that you're trying to treat is don't just slather it on for 10 seconds you want to slap that gel on there and leave it on there for an hour or two or however long you can so if you're laying there watching a movie you can put the aloe on there you know every now and then maybe scratch it to kind of release some of that gel and just keep it wet with the aloe vera gel and that's really how you want to use aloe but um, what makes it so good is that aloe can concentrate these ormus minerals. You know, all, all, ormus is in plants, but 
Some plants can concentrate the ormus better, so they'll have more ormus in it if the ormus is there in the soil. And aloe is probably the most readily available plant that can easily uptake these ormus minerals. And then if you consume the aloe, then you get the ormus minerals through that way. So this is awesome. This is the way to do it. If you have aloe at home, grow it, put dead sea salts in it. You just need a little bit when you give it water and you will get those ormus minerals. Our next superfood is hemp seeds. And hemp seed is a uh, great food. It's an all-around good food source. It's uh, the best source of globulin-building materials, um, namely adestin. And it's really high in omega-3s and other essential fatty acids. It's high in protein. It's got a good array of minerals in it. Hemp seeds are one of the best foods, one of the most complete foods, and it's probably a big reason. Maybe, maybe not. You know, everyone says that, you know, that the reason why marijuana was made illegal is because of the hemp plant, not because of marijuana and the THC and all that. But another thing that's overlooked is that other seeds are really hard to get, and hemp seeds are really easy to get from the hemp plant with little effort you can you don't have to like do the whole process that you do with um other other things you can just easily break it open and you get tons of hemp seeds they're already um sprouted you, you know or, or you don't have to like germinate them or activate them or anything like that so you can just eat them right like that and um they you can buy them in the stores in the land of the free. We're not allowed to grow hemp, so we have to import them from other countries, which is a shame. Um, they have the tiniest bit of THC in them, and it's so small that you're not going to get high on hemp seeds by any means. Um, you can eat as many of them as you want, and you won't get a buzz. I know that's bad news for some of you guys, but if you're concerned about THC content, it's not a concern with hemp seeds at all, or the hemp plant for that matter. Anyways, moving on. The next superfood is coconuts and coconut products. First of all, coconuts are delicious. They're also available, um, but what really makes them so healthy is uh, they're high in a particular medium chain fatty acid called lauric acid. And coconut oil, I think, is the best oil to cook with. It doesn't go rancid and turn into a trans fat. Um, you can heat it up. It doesn't have the highest smoke point, but it's a saturated fat, so when you cook with it, it doesn't go bad on you. So you can cook with it, you know, at the lowest temperature that you need to, but you can still go up to, you know, a uh, uh, high enough temperature you know we we've made fries in them we make french fries and they come out delicious and then you get to have the joy of eating fried food without the um health impact of the fried food because you know we're, you know when you go out to restaurants you're eating fried food from fried gmo vegetable oil you know it's terrible so if you're the type like me who still wants to eat fried food make your own fried food at home in coconut oil and you'll be doing very good so you've got coconuts, you've got coconut oil, and you've got coconut water. Coconut water, you can get it from the coconut or you can buy it in the store. It's better to get it straight from the coconut because the stuff in the store has been, most of it 
has been pasteurized. You can get raw sometimes locally and stuff. I know we can here in Orlando, but it's expensive and um, it doesn't have the meat. You know, for you pay more for a glass of raw coconut than you would for the whole coconut. But the whole coconut has not only the coconut water, it has coconut meat in it. But the coconut water is very, very hydrating. It's full of electrolytes. It's really tasty because it's sweet. But because of it's sweet, you don't want to drink it all the time. You don't want to drink too much. But a good way of drinking it without getting too much sugar from it is to ferment it first. And by fermenting it, you get the best of both worlds. You get health benefits from the coconut water, but also the, you get a high dose of probiotics. So I use a kefir starter that makes my coconut water turn into coconut kefir that's very high in probiotics but low in sugar. Now it doesn't taste as good, but it's even healthier than coconut water. One of the best things you can do for your health. Um, it's one of the best things you can do to restore your, um, your internal environment, your inner ecosystem and your stomach to get candida under control, to reduce sugar cravings. Um, it's really good, and there is a link to where you can get that same kefir starter that I use on my superfoods page on my site, which is linked to in the show notes, again, at thewarenessrevolution.com forward slash six. Our next superfood is Camu Camu. It's a, it's a berry. It's one of the highest food sources of vitamin C, far higher than oranges. It doesn't taste very good when you eat just vitamin C powder on its own, but um, it's really good for you. We all know vitamin C is healthy, and what few people know is that our bodies aren't able to make it. So since we can't make it endogenously in our own bodies, we have to consume vitamin C regularly, preferably, on an everyday basis and several times throughout the day would be ideal. So Camu Camu is great for that. Our next superfood is chlorella. Chlorella is the highest source of chlorophyll. It's extremely high in protein, almost as high as, um, as spirulina. Now the difference is, is you know, they're, they're pretty same. They're pretty similar. They're both algaes, but... Chlorella is a little bit higher in chlorophyll, and spirulina is a little bit higher in protein. So chlorella is the highest source of chlorophyll, and spirulina is the highest source of protein. But they're both very high in both. Chlorella is also very well known to be great for the liver and for detoxification, and it also helps protect from radiation. So, you know, it's good to drink, or good to take chlorella before you drink, or during your drinking, or after you're done drinking. It's got chlorella-like growth factors, which are good for growing. So um, that's also one of the main superfoods I feed my daughter. You know, kids are growing a lot, so you want to give them the growth factors, which, by the way, let me backtrack to coconuts. The meat in coconuts also has some growth factors, so we like to give her the coconut meat that's in the coconut. Um, all right, so you can get powder chlorella, but I don't really like the taste, so I prefer to get the tablets. It's just, that's just me. All right, our next superfood is acai, which is spelled A-C-A-I. It's very high in antioxidants, but I don't really buy acai products much because of quality concerns. 
But, you know, you can get little packages that you can buy in, like, the frozen sections of the stores, even some of the mainstream stores, but health food stores also. And you can throw that into a blender. It tastes pretty good. You can also buy the powder. But I want to go, like, to the Amazon or somewhere where it actually grows so I can eat the berries fresh. I think that's the way to do it because it's just hard to preserve that level of nutrition and ship it around the world. But... Um, put that on the bucket list. You know, I know it's on mine. Got to eat me some fresh acai berries. Our next superfood is yacon, spelled Y-A-C-O-N. It's a sweetener with a very low glycemic index. What makes it so cool is it's a prebiotic, which is similar to a probiotic. You know, the probiotics are the good bacteria in our bodies that are like our, our army of defenders against any type of pathogens if anything invades our body that that threatens us then our um our probiotics will get on top of it whether it's candida or um, fungal growth and stuff like that but prebiotics are the food of probiotics so it's good to eat foods that will feed the good bacteria without feeding the bad see the good and bad bacteria will feed off of sugar and though Yukon is sweet like sugar, it doesn't feed the bad bacteria, and even better, it feeds the good. So it's great to mix in your smoothies and stuff like that, because you do want to give a good food source to your beneficial bacteria. Our next superfood is Inkenberries. They're one of the most protein-rich foods. They're high in vitamin C, niacin, phosphorus, beta-carotene. They're pretty good. I don't like them as much as goji berries, but maybe you might like them more than goji berries. You know, um, just have to try them out. You can grow them. You can um, you can buy them. Usually, you buy them dried. You can get them shipped. You can get dried inkenberries easily on the internet. And if you go to my website, I'll show you a link where you can buy some. Our next superfood is noni. Noni is pretty much grown in tropical areas. You can actually go to Hawaii, and there's a lot of noni grown there. That's another thing on my bucket list. They, um, it doesn't taste good. I'll just be upfront about that. But um, and it stinks really, really bad. It's it's almost unbearable. Um, the 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 sm the smell is like dirty gym socks or something, and the taste. Is about the same. I've had noni juice, um, but you know, the the juices aren't really where it's at. I don't really eat noni. Um, I would, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. But since it tastes so bad, I I'm only interested in having noni if it's fresh. So I want to go to Hawaii and just basically consume as much noni as I can. So if you're ever in Hawaii, make sure you're there. Make sure while you're there that you try the noni, and cut it with some coconuts. You can get coconuts there and mix them together, and hopefully it tastes good enough for you to get down. But, you know, I'm just going to make myself do it, no matter how bad it is, because I know it's so good. Because noni, like aloe, is really good at concentrating these polysaccharides, which carry the ormus minerals. Plus, noni is really high in other nutrients as well. But, yeah, um... Let's move on to the next one. This is our last superfood. It's kelp, which is a sea vegetable. Now, all the sea vegetables are good for your health, but um, and they're all good 
as far as the mineral content. They're all loaded with minerals. But kelp in particular is high in iodine. And iodine is really good for your thyroid, great for your health. It's essential for protection against EMFs and nuclear radiation. If you're interested in buying any of these superfoods, there'll be links in those posts to where you can get them. So you'll definitely want to check out the show notes for all that, which you can find at theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash six. And that's just the number six because this is the sixth podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that it inspired you to want to eat healthier and want to try some of these new superfoods and integrate them into your diet and into your lifestyle. Please take a moment to like and share this podcast. Give us a review on iTunes so that way other people can get this valuable information too. Thank you so much. Have yourself a great day. Thanks for tuning in to the Awareness Revolution Podcast. Be the change you wish to see in the world.